Hello, lovely people of Earth, and welcome back to another episode of Light My Fire. So, I've been a bit MIA lately, so sorry about that. Uh, I was basically bedridden sick for a week, and then I had exams, um, so it was just a little bit hectic. Uh, but I want to get back with the momentum of posting every fortnight, so... Hold me accountable. No jokes. I'll hold myself accountable. It's okay. Uh, so yeah, that's just where I've been in case you've been wondering. So today I wanted to talk about finding your way as well as knowing what your values are and the importance of that. So let's get right into it, shall we? So, finding your way, what the heck does that mean? Well, what it means like to me is you are finding yourself. And it's not like, you know, just a teenager, like, trialing the different phases uh, or in your 20s, finding yourself or your midlife crisis or your quarter life crisis. I mean, it can look like that, but we're always changing, you know? And I think we can get really fixated on, no, no, this is who I am and this is where I'm going. And there's something nice about that. There's something nice about um, having that sense of direction, having that sense of, I know where I'm going, I have my goals, I have, you know, my plans to finish school, finish uni, get the boyfriend, get the girlfriend, get the dog, get the house, you know, tick, 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 this tick, this checklist that society has kind of put on us for so long and some people really fit into that and they they want that they genuinely want that and you know what if you're one of those people good for you uh but I think it's important that you go through a period of questioning if that's actually something that you identify with or not like do I really just want to tick these boxes? Uh, a lot of people, they, I guess, when they get there in the end, when they tick all the boxes, they're dissatisfied because they think that there's going to be this big sense of fulfillment, but it's not uh, because they were doing it for other people and not themselves, you know? So, finding your way, I say, let yourself follow your passions, follow what you're drawn to, be open to explore and change your mind. It's okay to change your mind. I feel I am a really good example for that because. I have changed my mind throughout the years a lot and I have no regrets. 
you know i used to want to be one of those people that was like you know going to basketball uh practice like every week since i was like a fetus and then you know becoming an nba player and then that's my life uh but i'm not one of those people you know i'm one of those people like they say jack of all trades and i think there's room for all kinds of people in this society you know what i mean uh but i do think that even if you are one of those people that you know likes to have that sense of security of okay ticking all the boxes like following a list and just like methodically like ticking it off uh and having like one direction one career like all the things uh that's fine that's perfectly fine but I think as well it is important to consider especially when we've experienced something like COVID and in the instability of COVID you can see that you know nothing's certain uh and I think it's important that we allow ourselves to have some wiggle room you know if you change your mind that's okay if it doesn't if your plans don't work out that's okay so in terms of me finding my way I mean what I mean by that for myself is getting to the point where I have a clear sense of direction and purpose and my direction I guess also what I want to encourage other people to do is I have a clear sense of purpose but I'm accepting of the fact that it might not be exactly the way that I plan it do you know what I mean it's like I have in my head an idea of how to get from A to B but I'm aware that it might not exactly turn out that way and that's okay you know so let's just throw back a little bit I'll tell you a bit about my story so when I was a really young kid my dream was to either work at Wendy's which was an ice cream store I don't even think it exists anymore or work at Disneyland and when I was going to school I had concentration issues for sure uh and liked to be the kind of class clown and didn't really like to pay attention because I thought the teachers were boring for the most part so I just wanted to make people laugh like that was my sole purpose at school and so didn't pay attention as you could imagine my grades as a result were the best and in year 10 we had a careers class and then the teacher asked who wants to go to uni and everyone put their hand up except for me I was like uni like stuff that like I'm not going to continue on like with my own choice to continue studying like stuff that I didn't know what I wanted to do but I was like I knew I didn't want to do that and then year 11 came and I was like I moved to another school and I was like oh crap like I actually 
I don't know if I want to go to uni, but I want to at least try. Like, if I'm going to do my HSC, like, I want to try. And so I went from, like, how many years of not paying attention to school or trying to, for year 11 and 12, trying my hardest, like, with all, all of my ability. And needless to say, I fried my brain because, like, I put way too much pressure on myself in a short amount of time. I didn't get the best marks still, um, which I do want to have a quick rant about this because, I mean, teachers put so much pressure on you to decide, like, who, like, who you want to be when you don't even know who you are yet, you know, and also that if you don't do well in your HSC, you're going to end up at McDonald's, which... I mean, there's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's, but like, you know what I mean? They were just in a derogatory way. They were just saying like, this is what will happen uh, if you don't try hard in school. You won't amount to anything. And man, like stuff that, you know, because I, like, as I just said, like I didn't do that well at school. Uh, and even when I did try, like it was kind of too late, too little, too late kind of thing to get the good marks in that sense. Uh, and then still like fast forward a few years later, ended up in one of the most prestigious universities in Australia. So really, you know, I think that there shouldn't be nearly enough, uh, nearly as much pressure as there is put on young teenagers you know uh so that's rant over for that but anyways so finished hsc and i decided at that point that i wanted to do event management because i was like i like organizing and i like being social so put two and two together and i got event management so I was lucky enough to get a internship uh, straight out of school and it was in North Sydney, which like, honestly, what a trek. I grew up in Southwest Sydney, so it was just a nightmare to get to. And I was doing like Monday to Friday, like I just went straight into the grind, you know? And so I was doing that and like, I mean, I was enjoying it. I was getting like $50 a day for just like expenses because it was an internship. Uh, I was really immature. Like I just kept on going, like getting in late and like just not understanding why that was an issue as long as I got my work done. Uh, Things like this. And anyway, so did that for like a year. And then... After that, I studied at TAFE and I did a certificate three in event management. And anyway, so my plan was to kind of plot along and become a successful event manager working for like the big corporations, um, earning a crap load of money, traveling the world. And so anyways, a few years into it, I just something wasn't right you know something wasn't right and 
it was something missing, you know, and, and what was missing was that I was, for the most part, helping rich people get richer and I just, and it just felt very shallow, you know, and nothing against event management. Like, look, I, I love it. Like I had so much fun. I can see why people enjoy it. It's not all shallow. Like, but my point here is that I didn't realize at that point what my values were. So if you are doing something like I was, event management, and feeling like there's something missing, it doesn't mean that the career necessarily isn't for you. Maybe it's just the organization. And I didn't realize that at the time. So, yeah, I do not have anything against event management. Um, I might even go back again to event management one day. But it was just the jobs that I was choosing uh, the organizations just weren't aligned with my values. So when I actually figured out what the heck my values were, I was then able to find a job in event management, which was actually working for a migrant resource, uh, organization. So helping migrants and refugees find, uh, just find their way in society in Australia. And, so I was able to utilize the skills that I had in event management, but also put it towards something that I felt was aligned to my values, right? And I felt more fulfilled. So that was a temporary project. That was just a six month thing for me. Uh, but anyway, so I'll go back into values in a moment. So just to get to me going to psychology. So after I decided that event management wasn't for me because it just didn't feel fulfilling like I thought it would because I didn't know my values at the time, I decided to go to university finally. I was like, I want an education, like a higher education. Let's do this. And so I started studying sociology because I was like, okay, I like uh, people and I like trying to understand people and society and groups and cultures. So let's do this and just see where it leads me. So I started doing that and I freaking loved it. I was like, literally, I felt like, because at this point, I think I was 21 or 22, um, I must've been 21 and I just felt like I, because, you know, most people go to university at like, you know, 17, 18, mostly 18. I felt like, you know, the younger people kind of just were like way more chill than me. Like I felt like I was just like a year seven-er with my backpack on and like, just like taking all the notes and I was just so attentive. Um, and I felt so anxious, like I didn't go to school so many times because I was having panic attacks because I didn't think that I was smart enough. Like it was such an identity crisis. Uh, I really, yeah, I really didn't think that I was smart enough for university. And anyway, then I started getting good marks and I realized, oh, well, I'm actually here for a reason. Anyway, so studied that for a year and then thought, hmm, 
there's not much jobs in sociology and so I thought about why not psychology it's something that I actually had thought about for on and off for a few years but I didn't actually think that I was smart enough to be a psychologist and I just thought you know what just give it a go like I didn't think I was smart enough for university but here I am so let's just try this too and so I started studying psychology and I loved it and here I am today still studying it but I've been doing part-time for like more than a few years now and it is really 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 challenging it's challenging to stay to stay focused on my goals when it just seems so far away like part-time uni and working and then you know all the things that happen in your life and just trying to figure out who you are and where you fit in the world and all the things right uh but I feel finally that I'm in a place in my life where I'm like I want to do something in the mental health psychology field I want to help people heal themselves and there's many ways that I can do that and I'm open to that you know um so I think when you are more open to kind of okay I have this sense of direction I have this sense of purpose and you give yourself time to figure that out first and foremost as well as finding out what you value you then have a clearer sense of where to look for careers jobs you know so now let's talk more about values so what are values values are things that you hold as important to you so this can be anything and and obviously it depends on uh job as well as personal life and it can differ right so things that you value at work can be thing can be different to what you value in your personal life and in relationships and things like this but you can definitely see the interrelation between both so this can be anything from valuing your physical health you can value money you can value having a nice home you can value traveling you can value friends you can value clothes you can value uh, rewards at work you can value status there's literally so many things that you can value and um i will send a link in the show notes for a values quiz which actually helps you find it's super easy it's free and it helps you find out your core values uh your top five core values because we can have many values you know we can have way more than five but to narrow it down to five and actually like read about that can kind of create a more solid foundation of your sense of identity right and then from that you're able to make more conscious choices about your life 
uh, in particular, your job and your career. So since finding out what my top five core values are, which are, if you're interested, uh, forgiveness, so willingness to forgive others, loyalty, authenticity, love and compassion. And this quiz in particular actually like gives more information, like kind of expands off the values, uh, giving more info, like for example, for forgiveness, it says at the heart of forgiveness lies, lies a deep faith in the goodness of another person. People willing to forgive want to live in harmony. They understand well that we all make mistakes and believe that everyone deserves a second chance. Those who value forgiveness don't resent long. They are always open to other people and can accept their imperfections. In extreme situations, people who are not honest with us can abuse our forgiveness. So it gives a little like warning, the downside of having that value, which is cool, I think. <laughs> um, anyways, so values have helped me not just in my personal life but in particular in my workplace so if you were listening to the last episode with Salvin he mentioned briefly that he looks for a workplace in particular that has an LGBT plus community or uh, inclusion policy so that's an example of something that he values that he looks for when he is looking for a job and so for me, I have realized um, a few things that I value, like I just mentioned, and how that comes into when I look for work. Um, so, for example, having compassion, right? So I would be looking for a supportive workplace that is supportive in terms of being supportive of their workers but also being an open and inclusive workplace in terms of diversity and just accepting differences and ideally having uh, mental health support or an understanding that you know mental health is important and that mental health should be a priority ideally there should be you know um counseling available free counseling available uh things like this so that's some examples of values in a workplace so why do you think it would be important to find out your values in a workplace well when you are working in a place where you feel that your values are respected, that you're just respected as a person, that you're not just a number, obviously your work performance is going to be better. So it's more beneficial for an employer to like, and an organization to acknowledge these things. Um, but also for yourself, you have, which is more important, your, the satisfaction of actually working in a place that you feel valued and supported is super important especially when you're spending so much of your life 
at a, at work, you know, we need to work to survive. So, I mean, yeah, we need to earn money somehow, right? So, may as well find work that you enjoy. So, if you're working for yourself, well, cool, man, like you're living my dream. <laughs> and obviously, that's going to bring a different set of, I guess, things to worry about. And it's still important to know your values because you need to understand what you value for also what you bring to the job that you do, the company that you have, the people that you potentially, uh, that work under you, you know, your workers, all the things. So knowing your values for work and for personal, uh, your personal life is pretty beneficial. So I feel like with what I've talked about today, you know, finding your way, giving yourself a chance to have that trial and error and, you know, allow for the twists and turns of life and finding out what your values are and, and being using that to your advantage, you know. These are all stepping stones into finding what lights your inner fire. So that's all from me for today. So stay tuned for the next fortnight for an episode with my good friend Liana. And until then, stay cool fam and wear your sunscreen. Bye.